Bamber to tell him she was desperate to get her treadmill repaired. Her husband had gone out, but she'd had to stay at home because she was expecting an important phone call. Mix knew what all that meant. Being in love with his distant star didn't mean he was never to treat himself to a bit of fun. Mix put his drink into the fridge and made his way downstairs. These days Gwendolen sometimes needed the help of a magnifying glass to read small print. Her ordinary glasses couldn't cope with what she was reading now, a very old copy of Middlemarch. She put her book down and started to think. The man Cellini she disliked. His conversation had wakened sleeping things, Christie and his murders, Rillington Place, her fear, Dr. Reeves and Bertha. It must have been at least fifty-two years ago. Rillington Place had been a sordid slum. Bertha probably had a string of children by now, the first one of them the cause of her many misfortunes. Why did women behave like that? She had never been tempted, not even with Dr. Reeves. Her feelings for him had always been chaste and honourable, as had his for her. What on earth made Cellini so interested in Christie? She read for another half-hour, lost to the world. A footfall above her head alerted her. Poor as her sight was becoming, Gwendolen's hearing was superb. She listened now. He was coming down the stairs. She heard him padding across the hall. But when he closed the front door, it was with a slam that shook the house. She went to a front window and saw him getting into his car. When he had gone, she went out to the kitchen, opened the door of an ancient spin-dryer, and took out the key she wanted. She began to mount the stairs. She let herself into Cellini's flat and walked into his bedroom. Everything was depressingly tidy. The kitchen was just as bad. How could anyone live like that? She opened the door of the fridge. In front of the middle shelf was a nearly full glass of something that looked like coloured water. Gwendolyn sniffed it. Not water. So he drank, did he? Back in the living room, she stopped at the bookshelves. They were not the sort of books she would read. All of them were about Christie. She went downstairs into the kitchen. There she fetched herself a cheese and pickle sandwich, taking it and a glass of orange juice. She returned to Middlemarch. The Gilbert Bambers also lived in West Eleven. Their house was in Lansdowne Walk. It took Mix no more than five minutes to drive there. Colette gave him one of her sexy looks as she opened the door. He marched in with his case of tools, saying it was upstairs, if he remembered rightly. Of course you remember rightly, said Colette. How's Miss Nash these days? He'd known she wouldn't like that. I'm sure she's fine. I haven't seen her for a couple of weeks. It was at the Gilbert Bambers that he had first met Nerissa Nash. What Colette called her gym was furnished with a treadmill, a step machine, and an elliptical cross-trainer. The machine had a safety device in the form of a key. Mix held up the key. You didn't put it in. He inserted the key and started the machine. Colette switched it off herself and led him into the bedroom. Mix intended to be famous. The only possible life anyone could wish for these days was a celebrity's. It would be best to be famous for something you did which people liked, but fame deriving from some great crime was enviable in a way.
Assassination secured you fame forever, but being Nerissa Nash's escort would be better, and a lot safer. Colette had been a model herself, and marriage to a stockbroker ended her career, but she and Nerissa remained firm friends. Mix had been in the gym dressing room fitting a new belt to the treadmill. The two women came into the bedroom for Colette to show her friend some new creation she had bought. He thought he heard Nerissa warn Colette to be careful about undressing, because the man was next door in the gym. Her voice was so pretty that he was determined to see her. He used a technique he always employed when he wanted to speak to the lady of the house, and called out, "'Are you there, Mrs. Gilbert Bamber?' A giggle from Colette answered him, so he walked into the bedroom. Colette's friend commanded all his attention. To say she was the most beautiful woman he had ever seen was an understatement. Long black hair, huge golden eyes, and skin...